mosquitoes will be biting the patient and biting uh, the relatives in their place, in the house. They can prevent death through early detection. And at this point, the disease might have progressed considerably. This makes it difficult and expensive to treat. And in some cases, there's nothing to be done about it. Welcome back to Africa's leading science podcast, where the stories are gathered by reporters from all across the region. And of course, a happy new year to you. We are delighted to have you with us as we begin another year of hunting out overlooked stories and digging into the issues that really matter. This year, Africa Science Focus will feature on radio stations across Africa while continuing to be available for download as a podcast. You can find us on your favorite podcast service and through our website, sidev.net. I'm Sally Amutabi. As we look to the 12 months ahead, many of us will have made New Year's resolutions for ourselves and our families. Every year, governments and health leaders in Africa encourage people to go for health checkup as a way to kickstart the new year. But experts say that people don't always take their advice. For our first show of 2021, our reporter Njenja Chizu looks to the health challenges Africa may face this year as the global coronavirus pandemic continues and new issues emerge. In Central Africa, there are many health complications other than coronavirus. Those that live in poor rural settlements are unable to access health care or check-up facilities. I spoke to experts in Botswana, Zimbabwe and Zambia who told me that the pandemic is in the biggest health burden affecting our healthy system at the moment. This is Njenja Chizo reporting in Central Africa for the new year. Health workers go out to remote communities and use megaphones and loudspeakers to encourage people to visit health centers. Governments also use radio stations across Africa to remind people to go for medical checkups. But many residents, like Veneranda Langa in Zimbabwe, say that even though regular health checkups are important, few people act on the advice. My name is Veneranda Langa in Zimbabwe. For me, I cannot really say that I go for regular medical checkups. Normally, I go to see a doctor when I'm not feeling well. It's because of the cost, yes. And uh, maybe it's because I'll be well, and then I feel as if there's no need for me to go for regular medical checkups. But um, I'm still of the opinion that funds permitting, it is imperative for a person to go for regular medical checkups so that doctors can check, you know, for different ailments, kidneys, cancer. So the danger of not going is that disease can grow and it could be too late for doctors to then treat and save a person. However, in my country, Zimbabwe, it's very difficult for people to afford regular medical checkups because they are very expensive. 
medical services are charged in the United States dollar when people earn in local currency. Galen Sechilima is a pharmacist at the University of Zambia. He says this behavior can be seen across sub-Saharan Africa. Zambians have very poor tendencies towards health-seeking behaviors. There is every need instead for us to work on our health-seeking behaviors, to curtail certain illnesses and subsequently reduce the cost of treatment. And sometimes when these illnesses are diagnosed early enough, one may not need medication to treat such an illness. They may just need counseling. Africa Science Focus wanted to know which diseases health leaders and communities should be on the lookout for this year. Although coronavirus disease is making the most headlines, it may not be the most dangerous illness for the region. Back to Galen. So the top three illnesses or diseases that would cause complications that Africa and Zambia in particular need to focus on as we go into 2021 include HIV, TB and malaria. Coupled with diarrhea and respiratory infections constitute more than 90% of illnesses in Zambia. HIV and AIDS is a number one killer, standing at 23.7% of registered deaths, with TB standing at 5%. Malaria caused an estimated 4.2 million confirmed cases and 2,389 deaths in 2015. It is a major contributor to maternal and child mortality. And as such, reduction of malaria transmission is a priority in order to attain health-related millennial development goals and have malaria-free Zambia as projected by 2030. While HIV, tuberculosis and malaria have been major disease burdens for years, Galen tells Africa Science Focus that lifestyle diseases are on the horizon. We notice that there is a steady increase in non-communicable illnesses besides the already existing three major problems that we've talked about. So among these non-communicable diseases on the rise include diabetes and hypertension. So what we have seen is there is an increased lifestyle pressures because of busy schedules that people are getting into. They are so busy, very few have access to properly prepared meals. So then the lifestyle is compromised when we look at the dietary habits. Poor dietary habits coupled with lack of exercise is part of the reason of why we have seen 
an increase or a steady rise in non-communicable diseases such as uh, diabetes and hypertension. And therefore, Zambians must pay particular attention to their lifestyles and ensure that they get the right food, they do necessary exercises to keep fit, and that would save them a fortune going forward. Non-communicable diseases or NCDs such as heart disease, diabetes and cancer are now the leading cause of death in the world. Four in five people with a non-communicable disease live in low and middle income countries. These health issues can also be seen in Botswana. However, radiographer Francis Mulenga says mental health is an emerging challenge that needs more attention across Africa. And the top three health complications or illnesses that Africa and Botswana should focus on in the 2021 and beyond is mostly HIV, AIDS, the number two, TB, the number three, to my observation, I think for Botswana side, I will put mental disorders. Briefly say, on mental disorders, there are so many issues that have, are left unattended to where there's no, there are certain things which comes as a result of mental disorders, e.g. the use of alcohol. Alcohol and drug abuse is more high around this place. Why? Because the, a lot of things have not been done to take note of the mental disorders people are going through. Yes, so that is my number three. Drug and alcohol abuse can be symptoms of underlying mental health conditions often overlooked or misdiagnosed by professionals and loved ones. Francis says understanding of mental health in Africa needs to be developed. And on what is it that the Botswana is not doing to avoid such complications? First of all, people need to understand what it is. People need to understand how to prevent it. People need to understand again how to treat it. So there should be somebody, there should be something like education, health education to the people, sensitizing the people about few things they need to know and beef up the treatment processes and the therapeutic processes they should be beefed up. Again, diagnostic processes should be beefed up also because they, they can only know the number of cases they have if there's a diagnostic tool in place. And after finding out what the problem is, there should be a therapeutic solution to that. For Especially for mental health, people need to be educated on the use of alcohol. There is too much drug abuse and alcohol abuse. Francis Mulenga finishing today's report. Now, there's just enough time to hear from one of our listeners. Edward Piri in Zambia has a question for one of our science experts. Edward, what would you like to ask? Uh, tell me why Zambia has failed to bring malaria cases to zero, despite every effort being made. Uh, my name is Achilofia. 
I'm a biomedical technologist by profession. I want to comment on malaria in regards to why Zambia as a country, we still have not achieved bringing malaria cases to zero. So the first point that I would want to give is the fact that uh, Zambia recently had census and we've seen it is evident that we've increased in population and yet uh, health services still remain limited. The fact is that when we have an increased population, we need to increase in the health services being given. People, especially in rural areas, they would rather stay back and not go and get those uh, services. So you discover if they have malaria, they will still stay back at the point where they are really sick. That's when they go and get those uh, services because they know they are very sick. That's when they are willing to cover those distances. So the first reason is an increase in population, but limited health facilities. Then the other reason I would give is the fact that when we consider certain places or areas, an example would be Lusaka, you discover that we have a lot of blocked drainages and the fact that the drainages are blocked, you have a lot of stagnant water in those blocked drainages and stagnant water provides breeding areas for mosquitoes. So if we have an increase in the breeding of mosquitoes, it is obvious that we have an increase in malaria cases. And then the other reason that I would give is the fact that at points we have shortage of drugs in these health facilities. Thank you for your question on malaria, Edward, and thanks to our expert biomedical technologist Shilofia Chipango for giving us even more insight. After listening to this program, if you have a question about your health or if you want to ask a science question like Edward, you too can get in touch. Contact us from anywhere in the world via WhatsApp on plus 254-799-042513. You can subscribe to our program, download episodes and leave a review at www.sidev.net. Today's program was edited by Jackie Opara and produced by Harrison Lewis with reporting from Jenje Chizu. From all of us here at Africa Science Focus, we wish you a happy 2021. I'm Sally Amutabi. See you next Wednesday. This program was funded by the European Journalism Center through the European Development Journalism Grant Program with support from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation.